This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say. What's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half time. But I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week uh, by Hell or high water and seven flights. I'm back. Um, it's it's been quite the week. My apologies for sounding like utter trash uh, at this point because uh, it transpires that staying in Las Vegas for 18 hours and uh, not having a hotel book takes quite the toll on the body. Who'd have thought it? Uh, in the meantime, while I was away, while I was having my holidays away, uh, we had quite the win. Uh, back to winning ways at Hillsborough against Wickham Wanderers. I uh, managed to catch it at uh, some ungodly hour in some part of the country that I'm probably never going to go to again. Some part of the world I'm probably never going to again. And to make sense of it tonight, I've got Stevie, John and Simon. Uh, chaps, how's it, how's it been? Has it? Uh, it's cold now, isn't it? It's turned, yeah, for sure. You can feel a nip in there. Mm. Came back, landed. I had, I had a linen shirt on. Can't afford to put the heating on, so leaving it off at the moment. <laughs> how many of you, uh, you've all got kids, right? I mean, uh, uh, how many of you are, are doing the uh, the entire dad thing of uh, being in charge of the thermostat? Like, like <laughs> is, it, is it a constant fight in your houses? Or do you sound like you're turning into your own father with really, when you realise why you used to turn, used to turn the lights off when you were a kid and stuff? <laughs> well, I tell you what, I've been uh, I've been doing this thing where I uh, because I live on my own, I've uh, I've got the hot water just turned off constantly. So when I uh, when I want to wash my hands, I'll do it in the shower because it's on its own thing. And when I want to wash the pots, I turn the water on for half an hour, then turn it back off. I've been away for a week. And uh, I've left it on a timer, so I've just been heating this same water in my boiler for the last week. Oh, it makes me shudder to think what's going to drop on the uh, drop into the mailbox uh, next week. So, um, so right, so Wickham, Simon, um, a team that normally set out to frustrate when we've played them before. Um, early goal from, uh, was it Smith got the first one? Uh, obviously put pay to that nonsense, right? He's given us an own goal, wasn't it? Um, to start off with, when I saw the team, I was a little bit sort of driving in. I was sort of, so obviously Byers uh, was injured. 
Um, McGuinness is injured. So um, we had a few players come in and really sort of Volks's first start uh, for the team. So um, I think we, uh, me and Ash had been away to Wickham last season where we should have won that. Um, so it was uh, trepidation, to be honest, uh, walking into the stadium. But you know what? I thought it was a really good performance. We played some really good football, really good football. And Ben Hennigan, who has been up and down, started off well in the season, injured, come back, not so great midweek last week in the Pete's Trophy. Um, was superb, absolutely superb. I thought it was a great game of football. I really enjoyed it. And Volks as well, I thought uh, he, he is improving as time goes on. Um, we didn't miss buyers that much, but uh, we we fell into a few. First half superb, second half fell into a few issues. Then they uh, they obviously towards the end was a charge of light brigade through every big fella up. Um, but I think the difference this season is that last season we would have probably drawn that game, but this season we battled. The spirit was there, and and then obviously the icing on the cake was the goal in literally the last seconds of the game. Yeah, I, uh, it's it's interesting you brought up Volks actually because um, the I, I thought the game he played was really very good and and he obviously settled into his role and he he wasn't shy of having a couple of shots either. I thought he uh, I thought yeah he, he had a pretty decent game to be fair. Yeah, I thought I thought he, he's the games I've seen him so far, which have been limited sort of to Caribou Cup and uh, Pizza Cup. Um, he's not exactly filled himself with glory but then again now they're the rest of the 11 so uh um but yeah my my, my mate who i go with ad he, he said he needs a goal now get a goal yeah, it's yeah. just confidence i think I and mean, it's all about confidence and they're a big set of shoes aren't they to fill when you fill in buyer's shoes they're a big set of shoes Absolutely. You know, you've got bannon at the side of you who personally i think he's got over that sticky spell at the start and now he's playing some of the best football i've seen him in he play in years Absolutely. I, I, do you know what? I've actually made a note of that. I thought Bannon was beyond outstanding uh, against the team that are a potential banana skin. Now, now, John, the the equaliser that came, I, as daft as it sounds, I, I, might, I might be overcritical, but I feel like um, I feel like it was coming. I feel like it was it was on the horizon. It was going to happen. Uh, I think uh, Stockdale pulled out a decent save, uh, a long range shot when we were one nil up. And then, uh, and then I felt like they were going, they were going to come back into it, and and they did, didn't they? Uh, but did we panic? Um, no, I think it was. Um, there's a saying in football that you can score too too early, and scoring as quick as we did uh, gives them a lot of time to get back into the game. And as you mentioned, they had a they had an earlier chance, which Stockdale got got down well to save to his left. Mm. Um, I thought that to be fair, I've watched it. I've watched it again. That goal and. It's just bloody good play, to be honest. It's a really good play by, by their player. Um, I know Hennigan's not the most gracious of defenders, but uh, so, you know, he skinned him. And then I think Bannon even came back to try and help out and he got skinned and all. And then he just, he just you know, squares it across to Vokes and he can't really miss, to be fair. So I give credit to a good a good goal there rather than... I wrote, uh, bad, I wrote sweaty FIFA goal. Uh, the, yeah, the, absolutely. The draw back with the two players yeah. waiting was... Yeah. Uh, Hundred percent, mate. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's one of those goals where you're taught to do, isn't it? Take it to byline. It's like the old '90s World Cup song, isn't it? Get you must get to the line and all that, you know. Absolutely. Uh, puts it back for for Volks and uh, for Volks, sorry, for Volks, and it's it's one one. But uh, yeah, 
heads didn't drop, as we've already mentioned, uh, dusted ourselves down and, and, and went again. And an absolutely tremendous second goal and an ultimate team goal, counter-attack goal that we've been crying out for for, for a long time. Uh, lovely, lovely player from start to finish. I think Windass kind of were involved in the start of the goal. And he's up at the top end for the assist for, for Bannon. So an absolutely tremendous response from Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, now, Stevie, there was a lot uh, I, I noticed, and I had to go back and look at it again because I was significantly inebriated. I was heavily refreshed uh, when I was watching it. Um, now, there was a lot, if I remember rightly, there was a lot coming down from Johnson down the left-hand side. We played it down the left quite a lot, and I thought Johnson did really well with that uh, with that role. Him and James, I, I, I thought, did I had a great partnership down down that uh, down that left. What did you think? Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I thought it was a, a welcome return to form uh, for, for Marv. I thought, it, you know, he's been much maligned. He's probably been the, the scapegoat of the, you know, the, the more out brigade that seems to be taking, getting a firm foothold on, on Twitter for whatever reason that we may discuss later. But I thought, I thought Johnson, um, he was back to doing what he did really, really well last season and got him in the conversation for um, being our, our player of the year. I'm not saying that he was, but he was up in, in there, wasn't he? And, he, you know, he got the plaudits and rightly so. Um, I have this thing about James that, that people seem to have this, this misconception that he can't play centre-half because he's too small. Um, and I don't get that. You know, um, one of the one of the best centre-halves we've ever had or we've ever seen playing on a global scale, Cannavaro was only about five seven five eight. I think, you know, you don't have to be a six-foot-two shit-kicker to be a centre-half. Um, and I think what James does really well, um, he covers the ground and there were outlets at times. And it's nice to see that we've got two left-sided players playing on the left-hand side. And I'm not saying that it doesn't work when McGuinness plays out there. Uh, but having James in there, it just feels like there's a balance to the back three and it allows uh, Mar to go and do, do those little bits. And the cross that he put in for the first goal was outstanding. And he did it again and again and again. And, I, you know, watching the game on Saturday, I sort of thought some of the play... Um, getting the ball out, getting the ball down, um, having James behind him allowed him to go and have a bit of a license to go and play maybe five, ten yards further up the field, and that sort of complemented the change in the middle of the part that we made in allowing Windass to effectively play a ten, and having Volks and ba- uh, Volks and Bannon playing in uh, in that sort of slightly deeper role. Um, it, it it just worked. I thought the game. I know the other lads have said that you know it was a good performance. Um, I thought we were excellent on Saturday. Um, I thought, you know, goal aside, a momentary lapse in concentration, out of possession when we didn't have the ball, I thought we were brilliant um, in terms of that defensive play. And I thought we were, at times we were excellent going forward. I, I thought we were. I thought I thought it was a constant battering. Uh, when we came out in the second half, uh, Blair's just joined us, by the way. You're right, Blair. Um, Blair, when we came out the second half... Um, Straight in, Blair, by the way. You don't know what we're talking yeah. <laughs> Straight in, pal. When we came out the second half, it was clear that Wickham came out with a game plan. And I thought that I, I would edge them the first 10, 15 minutes in the um, in the second half. I mean, w- would you agree? Yeah, it was one of those... If, you, if you're the away team and, you, you, and you're technically the underdog, it's always that, just keep the, keep the team out for 15 minutes, isn't it? Like, try and, try and ride out 15 minutes you're out on season before... Yeah, I mean, because if if you if you concede in that first fifteen minutes, we've we've lost basically. <laughs> he conceded. Um, I thought it, what I what, what I noticed on against Wickham was our squad's that big and that good. But every time we say every time we praise a player on this podcast or 
in a pub or whatever. The following week or two weeks later, it, what you said means nothing anymore. Like we were on about the start of the season, how good Delhi Bashir is. They didn't start. And then you've got now, and then you've got Birkinson, who I, I, who I were hearing about, who I think Stevie like, likes, and a lot of people on Twitter were liking. He's got to start every game. And then Will Vokes puts in that performance on Saturday. And now he's got to start on Saturday. <laughs> on Saturday. So it's just like, we're just getting mugged off by his own team now, I think. It's a nice position to be in, though. I must admit, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, we're a long way from having 11 players out for, you know, a starting 11 out <laughs> for the uh, for the entire season. And, um, yeah. And, and and you're right. I think the depth actually. I, I think we said it right at the start of the season. I said I think our depth is going to be what carries carries us over the line John, when it comes John, to those. John said this, didn't he, a few podcasts ago about that five subs? Is the fact that that strength in depth is going to give us a huge bonus as the season goes on. So when we go through our sticky patches that we've had in the past, of sort of November, December time, and then February time, we've got a depth now to that squad. Um, if we can keep them all, you know, after the January transfer window uh, of, you know, they're just sheer class. You know, it, it, it's it's that that's going to get us promoted. It mm. is that, it's that class that, that that we're no longer got, which we spoke about a lot about last year of sticking square pegs in round holes. We've now actually got square pegs going square square holes. So so you look at the buyers who I absolutely love buyers. I, I, I've got the sort of same man love as probably Steve has got for Liam on Baez, I think he's a great player, superb player. And and, and I do think his heart is at Wednesday as well. Um, superb player. Nothing will ever touch my love for Liam Paul. Well, you never know. You never I've know. Got, I've got an know. exclusive for you guys. After the uh, after the win against Wickham, uh, Liam Palmer is, is now going to get watched a lot more significantly to get into the uh, get into the Scotland squad again. They're going to... Good. Uh, Good. And yeah. he deserves to. He is... He is our player of the season this season is, is Liam, and he's absolutely <laughs> superb all season. And 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 if he does, if he carries it on, he is going to walk player of the season. Walk it. Go on, Steve. Just a quick point on that, and I know it's a slight digression in terms of what what we've just talked about there in terms of Palmer and Scotland. Um, I I've no dog in the fight necessarily, but how we're talking about Liam Palmer playing for Scotland is great. How Barry Bannon is not getting a conversation or getting in a conversation for being. I, 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 I tell you what it is. I, so I've known, I've known my mate, John, who's, who's dad's the gaffer uh, for, for about six, seven years now. And when I first met him, there was about five or six Sheffield Wednesday players that could get into the Scotland squad. And, and, and a lot of them were bit part players. And you had Bannon, Wallace, Rhodes, uh, Palmer, uh, Fletcher. You know what I mean? They, they were all in there. And, and as I've known John over the years, uh, They've systematically all got kicked out. You know what I mean. And um, so now I'm getting asked, ever since. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm getting asked about <laughs> Liam Palmer, and, and I said, like, look, I, you know, the the marathon and the fitness stuff that he did over the summer has really started to pay off for him. Um, I think the concern is 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 League One is level and the stuff like that. In terms of centre midfield and Barry Bannon, Stevie, um, the the people you've got to kick out of that position aren't shit. You know what I mean? There is no way that Barry John McGinn is going to is going to kick out John McGinn out of that squad or uh, McSauce either um, McTominay. So you know what I mean? There's a I, I think there's a there's an argument for him to be in there, but the the intake of Rangers players specifically that they've had over the last two years has uh, has actually caused Clark a bit of an headache. Just bit of just bit of exclusive fire there, but keep I, it to yourself. I, Don't say out. 
we, you know, we, we were almost coming to an existential conversation there about the levels of standard, if you like, between Scottish Premiership football and yeah. Championship League One. Where do Rangers fit in the grand scheme of things? And that's no disrespect to Rangers. And I know there'll be people that are listening to this going, I'm talking out my arse and so forth. You look at some of the players that come out of the, the, the Scottish top flight division. And shit the bed. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, oh, but it's, it's absolutely yeah, sure. I'm not, listen, I'm not for a second suggesting that we should be playing Barry Bannon in front of McGinn and McTominay. But I think in a 23, 24, 25-man squad, there's an argument that potentially, as I said, I've got no dog in the fight. Um, I, I don't know who the Scotland midfield are, if I'm honest with you. But, you know, I just think in the form that he's in, he goes under the radar a lot. And if we're talking about Palmer as a fullback. Um, I couldn't tell you who plays right back or if, if that's the formation or the position that he would go into. I'd just be curious to see, and maybe that's something that I need to go and educate myself on, who is keeping Barry Bannon out of the squad? Who is Liam Palmer potentially competing Well, this, this is it. The, you yeah, know, the, the, two, the two positions that they're really quite adverse in are, you know, full-back, they've got uh, Tierney, they've got uh, Robbo from, uh, from Liverpool, they've got Ramsey. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm. You know, if we had... Uh, Fletcher 10 years ago, then yeah, I'd be sat here going, get him in instead of Lyndon Dykes. You know what yeah. I mean? But, yeah. we're, we're, you know. Yeah. I know we I used to have that, um, we used to have that little argument with Pigs, didn't we, about who were better, Bannon or Fleck, and who, yeah, which, yeah. One, which one we're going to get in the Scotland squad, you know, when we were both in the championship. Turns out neither. <laughs> they've, got, <No. laughs> they've got McGinn and, and McSauce, you know what I mean? They're, they're kind of all right. They, I'm happy they don't, because at the end of the day, it keeps them fit for us, doesn't it? Exactly that. There's an element of that where it also sends a bit of a fuck you, like you know what I mean, to go. Because bear in mind, the last the last player to play for Scotland that wasn't Palmer was uh, David Bates, and he played once for us. <laughs> and I got really drunk on vodka iron brew and told him about himself. But that's another story, you know what I mean? That's that's one for another day. Um. So yeah. So now now he's got himself into the conversation, which is which is genuinely nice. And and you know, getting getting some of the text messages I am about. Uh, about LP2, Steve, you'd absolutely adore it, mate. You, you know what I mean? I'm... And then on that match on Saturday, the guy, was it the 21 who sort of danced through defence and then passed it for them to score? He, 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 other than that one time, Palmer had, his, had him in his back pocket. It was mm-hmm. like Lee Sharp in the back of Nielsen's pocket in 91. <laughs> and the guy, the guy didn't see the ball after that, uh, which was brilliant. And between him and Hekwe, they did a job on him because he was their major outlet on that wing. He was a tricky, good, tricky player. I thought Iekwe was was actually really very good on Saturday. I, did, I don't think he put any real foot wrong at all. Um, now, John, in terms of attitude as well, and, you know, we've literally just said earlier on that there's a um, there's an element of last year we'd have drawn that, that game. The shift in attitude after Wickham came out in that second half and absolutely not put us to the sword a little bit, but they they went for us. The changing attitude that we've not had, I've not seen that in that team, in our, in our squad for a lot of years to go, nah, bollocks, we're having you. And then we managed to grab control back. That was impressive, wasn't it? Yeah, and it, it harps back to some of the frailties of what we can uh, term as game management from last season, didn't it? Where, you know, we'd be in games and then all of a sudden we'd concede and we'd fold like a deck chair, wouldn't we? And, you know, particularly uh, in injury time, which used to, you know, get everyone, you know, even more upset because of the nature of the uh, the time on the clock and stuff. But yeah, I think we're showing some resiliency, aren't we, this season um, to adversity and to teams getting back in, in games. Not only like I was getting back into 
games like, like where, where we're drawing, but coming from behind as well and, and coming from behind from away from home is, is another hurdle that we seem to be clearing the, these days. Although, you know, I just wish you'd stop conceding goals, to be fair. That, that, that'd be dead yeah. nice. It'll be still a little bit better. Do you know what? They remind me of, you remember when, I think it was Jim Smith when he was managing Derby County and they just played free football and if you scored, they'd just score back and they'd just keep, and they'd win games 4-3, 4-2 and stuff. They just had a very positive mindset. It wasn't brilliant defensively, but, you know, against the weaker teams, they'd probably win, but when they come up against somebody a bit tougher, then they'd usually concede, but they'd outscore teams and, they remind me a little bit of that, to be honest. Um, I think there's still room improvement for defence. I think they still had a free header in, uh, in that in that uh, game that they put over the bar. But you know, we've still got a lot of centre halves out. Um, McGuinness and uh, Fen Fenway's out, isn't it? So there's there's much more to come from our defence. So they they coping ad- adamantly right now. So I think uh, you know once we get a few more back. I think we'll uh, we'll sharpen up even more, and we'll see a few more clean sheets as well going forward. Absolutely, absolutely. Now um, there was there was a point where, uh, obviously after after the game, there was still the more out brigade, and and Blair, I, I just want to pick at something for a second here. The uh, the lineup uh, now, back in February, we went on one of the best runs I've seen this club go on since we went to the playoff final, um, and we it, it took uh, you know one of my biggest criticisms of Darren Moore at the start of last season is that it took him a good four or five months to work out what his, what his best formation was. And we were still chopping, changing, tinkering four, three, five, one and seven, two, eight, seven. And uh, you know <laughs> what I mean? And third Sunday after Pentecost. And then, and, but we seem to have settled on this five, four, one, two, that, that, that seems to have been relatively successful. I like what we're doing with uh, like four, five, three, four, one, two, five, <laughs> Five, four, no, I said three, three, four, one, two, didn't I? You said five, four, one, two. Listen, Whatever I, the formation is, it's working. More I've hours, travel, yeah. that. I've travelled 6,000 miles in a day. I'm all right. So <laughs> listen to me. I'm not, I'm not functioning. So uh, I like what we're doing with Windass, actually, because we've put him in an attacking midfield role. And, yep. I, and I feel like I, I really, really like that. Is there an element of... We've got a lot of people at the back. Uh, you'd argue that we're playing five at the back, and we're still conceding goals. Should, uh, you know, is is that is that something that needs to be addressed, or do you feel like because because of the way it's going forward and, and the results we're getting, that it's not really a huge concern? Uh, no, it's not a huge concern because of that. I think Joe Cran put. He's been around Twitter the past couple of days, but we're the highest goal scorers in the country um, in 2022 with 48 goals. And I know, like, people might say, yeah, but we're only playing Forest Green Rovers in Cambridge. But, you know, Rooney scored five goals against San Marino and he's the all-time leading goal scorer for England. Is he, is he a shit player for for scoring? You know, for whoever's in front of him, he's scoring against. So, you know what I mean? We can only beat who's in front of us. Um, I don't think it is a concern. It's entertaining football for, for once at Hills before a long time since, well, Carlos's first year, arguably. Yeah. Um it's annoying because it's the only seasons past two seasons are ones where fans are allowed back in. I'm not a season ticket holder for a while, for the first time in a while because I'm a new parent and, and I'm missing all these goals. 
<laughs> every time you look at that new child now you're like you goddamn rat bastard look at you. <laughs> yeah. they've been Premier League they've kidding yourself just after I've changed it and now and, I, and that's the reason I can't come and watch Dean Windass uh, Josh Windass cross one over for Smith to nod one I like it I like massive that, but... recon napper yeah yeah but the first game first pod of the season I wanted Gregory and um, Smith to play together and now that seems to be like the partnership and it seems to be battering Defenses left, right, and centre. I, I tell you what, Gregory does does do a lot of work. Yeah, he's a great like, workhorse. Really, yeah, he doesn't really he, graphs. If Otis is working too hard, yeah, for a six foot, you know what I mean, six foot three lad, he moves like a, do you know what I mean, a proper grafter. And he'll feel mm. top, like a small lot. He does more. He does more grafting than, you know, Hooper did and stuff like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let, let's not get into hyperbole. One, one thing that? we haven't talked about is Michael Smith. Oh, I love yeah. him. From, from yeah, he's massive, isn't he? Yeah. He's great. He, he is looking like... When he when he joined us, I, I only saw him against us when he played against us and he beat us 2-0 when Rotherham beat us 2-0. Um, so I've never really seen him in play at all. And and he everybody uh, typecasts him as this big lump up front. And, and yes, he is a big lad, but he can play football. Mm. Yeah. He can play football. He's he's good at passing the ball. He's good at crossing the ball. He he's, he's he don't lose it, does he? He 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 he's he's great. He's a great signing, and I think that front three, Gregory Gregory needs a goal. Um, but his work rate is superb. But we've been saying that now for since he signed for his last season. Yeah, he's a superb player. Oh, and then right in Windass behind him, which we didn't have last season. Um, it's just that icing on the cake. So, in regards to the scoring more goals than somebody else, I, I'd we, I'd rather us do that. And we're also a difference this season is we're getting goals from all over the pitch as well. Bannon's chipping in. Everybody's everybody's getting getting goals, which again we didn't have last season. We're relying all the time on. I think them, them. I think Windass has been the missing missing component from last season. If I'm honest, I, I really think he's a really gifted footballer, uh, especially at this level. He's he's playing a lot lower than than what he's capable of. Mm. And 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 when we were on about get rid of him, get a million pound, we'll get bloody rid of him <laughs> again. Like I remember thinking, well, hang on a minute, he's he's one of our biggest threats, and I think he's he's quite a creative player. You know what I mean? Um, now, Stevie. Go on, I'll leave you for your soapbox on this one. Now, there there was still, even after smashing Wickham, and then obviously we did terribly in the Pizza Cup and, and whatnot, the more out the more out movement is still is still rumbling on. Are, are you bored of it yet? Yeah. New popcorn emoji. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm running out of things to say on it, to be honest. And I, do you know what? The, the, the sad thing is, just on a serious tip, the sad thing is, I find myself on a Saturday afternoon, if I go with my mate and, I, and, and he's driving, I'll sit in the car, I'll go with my sister, I sit in the car and I open my phone up at five o'clock and I'm scared to tweet. I'm scared to offer my opinion because if I offer my opinion, I know that I'm just going to get ripped. And it doesn't matter what I put. I can be positive, I can be negative. Um, it, in some areas, it can be a little bit of a piss take, it can. But some of the stuff that came out this weekend, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sort of give it any sort of airtime tonight, but on my on my Twitter feed, I just got bored of reading it. And, you know, it got to a point where I was just like, no disrespect because Twitter's there and you want to interact with people and you want to have these conversations, but I am so polarised to what other people seem to be saying about Darren Moore. I don't understand it. You know, we, we've, we've talked about, we've talked about the, 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 the points per game that we've got 
um, if we continue, and we're not going to continue because it's not a linear thing, but if we continue getting the points that we've got for the first 10 games throughout the season, we'd equal what Wigan got last year and we'd go up. So that's the form we're in. And we've got mitigating circumstances around re, you know, redeveloping a squad or the, the, the sending off at Peterborough, which cost us a game. Um, we were better at Ipswich and you can't legislate for Dominic Ayo for the poor side who's cost us three goals in two games. You know, these things happen. You know, it's going to happen and it all balances out over the course of a season. But it then becomes such a, there's so, so much vitriol on social media towards Darren Moore at the minute. And I just don't get it. His record speaks for itself. There's people still saying that he was the reason that we got relegated. If you want to de- uh, delve deep enough and have those conversations with people, there'd be people talking about him being the reason <laughs> and he wasn't even at the frigging club. You know, it's it, it's it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. People just going, it's shit. But they can't give us a reason why. Oh, it's only Forest Green Rovers. We beat them 5-0. Anyone can beat Forest Green Rovers 5-0. Can they? Are they? So are we supposed to go, hey, listen, Forest Green Rovers, appreciate the offer of a fixture, but we're going to take on Ipswich again this week because yeah. you're yeah. shit. Like, you know what I mean? What are we supposed to do? I think I think Steve's problem is that they that when before Twitter, the, <laughs> the older ones amongst us, we used to go for a drink before a game or go for after drink after a game, or you go to work on the Monday and there'd be 20 odd of you at work. And there'd be always that one who fucking Ron Atkinson is rubbish. John Sheridan, shit. David Hurst, he missed that one with his left foot, blah, 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 blah. And everybody turned and went, yeah, you're a knob and walked off. It was usually Ash, to be <laughs> the, fair. The, it, was usually, it was usually Ash who used yeah, to The do trouble that. is now that, that everybody can have a mobile phone and everybody can open a Twitter account. And I think they all gravitate towards Steve now. For some reason, um, Steve, Steve's put his head above the pit, and everybody's gone there. Gone. St- Steve's the one to have an argument with, and they're all going there. But I'm, I'm, I'm not causing. I'm not. Inter- I know you're not, mate. But I think I literally, think- I'll offer one opinion. I offered a. I offered an opinion on Saturday at about six o'clock. It was still going Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> some of the comments, there people, and, they, and there was one guy who still reverted back. To the season we went down, which was a result, result of poor financing, which resulted and totally in- fucking pulis. Let's not forget that. Point deduction and a set of players who couldn't be fucking arse. And you look at them now, and none of them are achieving anything. So you know <laughs> these people. From from what I see in the people, I sat at the piece of court the other week. Three lads sat behind me, who I can only understand probably sit on the cop normally, right? And and they were they were looking around the stadium. I don't think they'd ever sat on the uh, on the south stand before. And they were looking at the cop, going, "Oh, ah, sit there." And I sit there. What's that thing in corner? It, it's where the crows nest, and in there they've got the DJ box. Oh, I don't know what that is. And I think it's been there since fucking forever, right? <laughs> oh, and then oh, wouldn't he? I hope he gets better because Palmer's shit, isn't he? I ain't shit. And you're just thinking, these are the people who, Monday morning, you avoided at work because everything they spout forth is complete bollocks. The trouble is now they're on Twitter and they shout the loudest and the rest of us who like more and actually think he's doing a good job don't tweet on Twitter because we just go, he's doing a good job. But them who don't and have got a, 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 a something to push, which they have, you know, you'll still be tweeting that him about we got we got relegated. He'll still be tweeting that <laughs> in five years. I mean, I mean bear, bear in mind as well, floor. I find that Liam Palmer is a great example of that, actually. He has shit the bed a couple of seasons. He has been piss poor a couple of seasons, but there's other seasons he's been absolutely amazing. And to coin Stevie's phrase, it's not a linear thing. Form comes and goes. It, it's what happens. But there'll be still some arsehole who, who, who is the literal 
carbon copy of that bloke from Look North this week who wants to put a, a dome over Bradford. You know what I mean? Who sat there going, well, he missed this pass against Port Vale in 2011. You know what I mean? <laughs> they, they they, we've got... The world is flat protagonists. That's what they are. They yeah, are yeah. the world is flat. And, you know, it's it just this whole thing. Hitler's still alive and living in Brazil. And leave <laughs> the shit. That's who these sort of people are, and, and unfortunately, they seem. Steve seems to be. They all gravitate. And, and Steve's the flag bearer of all these players <laughs> that made a mistake ten years Come ago. Here. You know Come what I mean? I just. I don't know what people want. We're a League One football team that has not seen Premiership football. Let me tell you where it is. Let me tell you where it is. We uh, we played Premier League football uh, in not a long time ago in some people's minds. I mean, I grew up Sheffield Wednesday being a Premier League football team a lot of the time. And it took, I must admit, it did take me best part of 10 years to come to terms with the fact that we aren't a Premier League football team and we're not going to be. Now, when we look at teams last year like Rotherham and Wigan, absolutely tearing it away. And then now we've got Ipswich and, uh, uh, you know, having, having a great season. Why aren't we then? We're the ones, and, and I'll tell you what it boils down to. It comes down to one thing. We we as fans turn up week in, week out. We're do, you know, we are everybody's cup final. We're selling the tickets inside out. We're turning up at home. There's 23,000 people for a home game uh, in League One, and we're doing our bit. Why? Why, for the love of God, can't we have one of them seasons where we just absolutely romp it away? Because we haven't had one. I, I can't remember the last time we had one. The one where we finished first. It's not been. An, it's not been. It's been a foregone conclusion since March. You know, like some of these teams go up when they do do that. Like for example, Peterborough getting out of League One seemed to do it every year. Like you know, all right, not so much in recent years, but there was always there's always that one team that tears away, and it's never been us. And we've done our bit. We've turned up. We do our bit. We speak. You know, I've been speaking about this fucking football team now on on this format for 13 years. Like we've done our bit. When when do we get our when do we get our romp at home season? We just don't get one. So what we tend to do is gravitate towards a negative and go, well, it's clearly Darren Moore's fault. You know what I mean? <laughs> he, he's a man in charge right now. And uh, Liam Palmer misplaced the pass seven years ago. So he's shit and all. And we're still persisting with him. You know what I mean? But like we used to look at players like, um, what was his name? Sean McAllister and Mark Beavers and Tommy Spur. And these were all crowd favourites. They weren't that fucking good, were they, though? You know what I mean? Like... Like I'd even I'd even look oh, at, I like Sean McAllister. Everybody likes Sean McAllister. <laughs> and I think he said for someone like Mansfield or Rochdale or something. And and that was his level. That's yeah. you know, that was that was Sean McAllister. But for some reason we 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 make a big song and dance about these local grown heroes and all the rest of it because our neighbours over the other side of the city, they tend to have a rich a rich history in terms of players that they brought through the club, like uh, Walker, Maguire, uh, you know, they, I, I could go on, couldn't I? And we don't have them, so we attach ourselves to them. But then what we don't realise is they're nowhere near as fucking good as Walker and Maguire. <laughs> like, no, they're not. But we like, also don't have we don't have the academy that United have got. We don't, we haven't invested over the years because we've been run so badly. And don't forget, some of these lads, I don't know the age of these people who are commenting. It's twenty two years ago since we were in the Premiership. Yeah. So there'll be some people it's who a generation. Are, yeah, it's a generation. There'll be people commenting on Steve's Twitter feed who were still breastfeeding. You know, they were still at the mum's tit when when Wednesday like last in the Premiership. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 and I think you're right there, Simon. I think there's an element. These people that are doomsayers, the ones that want the Brad over. Have you, have you seen that? The dome over Bradford. Have you seen that clip from Look North? 
So they're, they're bringing the clean air. What is it? They're bringing the clean air initiative into Bradford. And there's a guy who's genuinely sat on Luck North going, well, I'll tell you what, what about when wind blows and all clean air goes? So what are they going to do about that? I think what they should do is put a dome over Bradford. It's you know, you, in the Simpsons movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly like that. They're going to do that, but with Bradford. And if I remember, and if I remember rightly, the the reasoning behind putting that over Springfield in the movie was uh, was not a positive one. You know what I mean? I think, like, um, so yeah, so that's uh, and, and that's, that's what we're fighting against. I know, in it, can you can, imagine? Can you imagine if they put a dome over Bradford and it got opened by Mel Gibson and Tina Turner? That'd just be epic. <laughs> <laughs> I was Please. desperately trying to think of a Bradford celebrity there, and I couldn't think of one. <laughs> They'll probably just send up a Mel Alex B down Miller. the road. Alex Miller. Alex Miller, yeah. He'll be done. He'll oh, be done. Stuart so, McCall. So, yeah, yeah. Stuart McCall. They like him down there. Him, him, him and Josh's dad. Actually. He danced on a car. Yeah, he danced on a car this one time. <laughs> right, so in terms of that, that's a good segue, actually, lads. So what I did in terms of uh, playing a bit of a game, let's have a break up. Let's get everybody screaming at their radios coming in. Now, uh, generationally, we're of a similar... We know we all remember the good years, probably with the exception of yourself, Blair. So I'm expecting you to clean up on this one, pal. Right. Right. So oh, what God. I wanted to do, we've named a few <laughs> of them now, but uh, similar to the uh, sponsorship game that you played, I, I want to see how many of the... 2010 2011 squad can you remember yeah so if you oh if my you, god if you can't think of one oh, sweet squad if you can't think of one uh, obviously you're out and then it's last man standing Who was manager? So, 2010 2011 Megson. Um, the year we went up the year we went up, the year we went up? hang on let me check are you, are you including short term loans in this <laughs> yeah yeah anybody who put the shirt on that season it was the one where we had the uh, the heart back to the bl- the black and yellow pinstripe kit. We were sponsored by um, Sheffield Children's Hospital, and we had that awful bloody kit. Oh, this is Alan Irvine's season, wasn't it? When we got relegated the first time? No, uh, Megson was in charge most of it. Oh, right. okay. So is this second yeah. season two? Yeah, Megson's first season before we went up. Season before we went up, yeah. I right. think I, th- I think he said it Megson for most of the season. So that that tells oh, me the promotion season. That's season. The season we went up when Dave. Jenner. Actually, yes, it was. It was that season, yeah, because I think Megson got binned out just after the Sheffield United right, game. Which so was it's, a, it's the Dave Jones, the Dave. The, it's, I'll just say Megson's a name. Can I go first? Can I oh, go first? On. No, I've got. I, I'm going to go on the on the order I've got you on my screen. So okay, I'm going to go with. I don't think it is the promotion season actually. I oh, don't think because right. that was okay. 2012, wasn't it? It's the season before. So, okay, Simon, Gary Medine. Gary Medine. Uh, he, he is. He is there. Yes, John. Um, ooh, let me think. Uh, I don't think you were there. Um, oh God, trying to think. Lewis Buxton. Lewis oh. Buxton was there. Blair. Clinton Morrison. Clinton O. Morrison, Irish forward. Yes, he was there. Stevie. See, but if I if I ask you to name the ninety four ninety five squad, we'd all be tearing away. You see, won't we? Twenty ten, twenty eleven. Yep. It's a big fucking gamble. Oh, Go on. Uh, Tommy Miller. Tommy Miller. I think I've just seen him. 
Tommy Miller. I think he got released. I think he got released that summer. Tommy Miller. <laughs> he played in the Legends game that I was in, and I thought he was round about that era. So that's who I've gone with. No, Tommy Miller is not there, I'm afraid. So that's uh, that's Stevie out on round one. Simon, we're coming back to you. <laughs> Um, Rob Jones. Rob Jones. Oh, God. He signed in mid-season. He signed in mid-season. We had a we had a lot of players called Jones that year, didn't we? If I remember rightly. Yeah. Uh, well, we were definitely that season after. Rob Jones. I'm sure Rob Jones. He, si- he signed. He signed him towards the end of the season because then it makes him makes him in permanent in the summer. So was he on loan then? Yes, Rob yeah, Jones what? is there. Yeah. Okay, John. Um. I'm going to have a shout at Gary Teal. Oh, that was my, that was Is my... he there, Steve? Have you got him? Tommy Miller? Oh, Tommy Miller. Oh, thanks for that. Oh, thanks for the other one, Steve. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. Where, where are you Look, looking? He can't, he can't have him back that. in now. He just looks at Scott. <laughs> oh, he is there, yeah. I'm looking, looking right at him. Yeah, yeah, he's there. All right, Steve, you're back in. Who did you say there, John? Back in. He's looked, he's looked at um, squad. He's got about <laughs> next on three. the table, Steve. <laughs> Gary Teal. Gary Teal. He's there. He is there. Blair. Mark Reynolds. Mark Reynolds <laughs> is there. <laughs> Stevie. That was quick. <laughs> Giles Coke. <laughs> Giles Coke. He's there. Simon. Chris Lines. Chris Lines. The... Uh, the Coke lines midfield. Nah, that year after. I don't think he's there. I don't think. Let me Ask let me Steve, double he's check. He's seen it. <laughs> yeah, Steve will have it on his list. <laughs> Phone's over there, and it's watch, watch. Ooh. Got loads of people <laughs> tweeting him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chris, Chris lines. I can't see. I'm afraid there, John. Uh, there, Simon. My apologies, mate. Oh, it's okay. It's all, right. all right. So, John, back to you. Paul Heffernan. Paul Heffernan <laughs> is there, yes. Blair. Uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is there. Steve. Uh, Nicky Weaver. Nicky Weaver is there. John again. Darren Purse. Darren Purse. <sighs> now, we're talking a similar amount of time, but I think he might have gone at the end of that last season. I can't yeah, see. Yeah, I, I think he went after. I'm it, afraid it, not, John. The, him. the Purse Meister General has gone from there. So, yeah, that's, uh, so just remaining now is Blair and Steve. Go on then, Steve. Uh, Blair, you first. Chris Sedgwick. Chris Sedgwick. Yes, the he's there. Express. <laughs> Stevie. I know it's. I know he's gone, and I know he's going to have gone, but I'm going to go for it. Uh, Marcus Tugge. Marcus Tugge. Uh, no, he started, started season. He did start the season, but he went to Nottingham Forest halfway through that season, so that's correct. Blair, back to you. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Rita Johnson. Rita Johnson, yes. <gasps> Stevie, come on, man. You're pissing me off now. You've got to round five, and. And you've not named... There's two players I thought you'd absolutely smash out the back door here. <laughs> LP2. LP2 was there in 2010 He's been there all the time. Yeah, yeah. Blair. <laughs> oh, it's getting difficult now. <laughs> the blurring together, this is the promotion season and the, that season. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the Danny, build-up Danny, season. Danny Bart. Ah! Dan, Danny Bart was there, yes. 
I'm trying to think who played at the back. Mm. A couple of these people we've actually had on the show I've as got, well. I've got another is... one. I've got another one. Come on, Steve. <laughs> There's people going mental at their car radio yeah. right now, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Sergio Vard. Nicky Weaver was the other goalkeeper. The other goalkeeper you won't get. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Morrison. Oh, I'm struggling. Come on. Oh, Five, it's a fan's favourite. Four. Come to me all. Fan's three, favourite. Two. Steve, you spit me a name out. No, I've gone. I'm nah, shit out. He's shit out. Blair, give me your last one. Take the win. Michael Morrison. Michael Morrison was there, you see. You see, and this this illustrates the point, you see, because if I'd have, I could name you the entire squad from '96 to '98, like mm. even yeah. down to Ryan Jones. You know what I mean? Yeah. I imagine that was what '95, '96. But like, you know what I mean? That I had, and I, and I feel like, and I feel like it, it's weird that there's that group of people that that remember these things over the years, and you can name what. Eight players from 2010 2011, <laughs> which was a League One shit out season, where the reserve goalkeeper was Sean Cuff, and uh, uh, the, the players that I'm surprised you didn't get: Jermaine Johnson, yeah, Dion Burton, uh, Dion Burton, uh, Ryan Lowe in the side. No, Ryan Lowe was year left, that's year after. following season. Cecil Nyoni, um, James O'Connor, oh. uh, Richard yeah. O'Donnell. Actually, he was the backup keeper, wasn't he? You got bloody Gary Teal over Jermaine Johnson, uh, <laughs> which I find incredible. Um, and then ones that left that se- during the season was Purse as Isaiah Obs Osborne, if you remember him. I think he was oh, on yeah. from Villa. Luke Bowden, who'd been there for since Forever. Snickers were Opal Fruits. Who, who was was it Bennett? Someone Bennett. He was a left back. Julian. Julian. Julian Bennett. Bennett. Uh, JB was prior to that. He was there. The the one where we had the lovely kit, the nice one. And then we got that John Astemabor, didn't we? He John Astemabor got shot in the mm. bum. Yeah, he's... Uh, huh. he, that's all I remember about John Astemabor. Oh, inside, that was. I know. I, Look, I, I, back, I had a round, I had a round, and it was the um, the FA Cup semi-final, Sheffield United versus Wednesday, starting 11 in the subs. David. Oh, this, this lot, nail that. David. <laughs> David. No, no, we'll save that for another day. We'll save that one. After we can Google it through the week. Okay, <laughs> so... <laughs> right, into the last 15 minutes. We, uh, John, I'll come to you first. Um, player of the month. Now, did you did you vote? Did you take a look? Did you? Who do you feel it could be, uh, you know, coming up uh, through September? Who are you thinking? Who's... Um, who are you aware? Uh, I, I can't argue against Liam Palmer, to be fair. He has, he has been... in. Tremendous form, isn't it? Um, best I've ever seen him play, to be honest, mate. Um, um, it, what is he, 31, 32, whatever? But he does marathons, does, does that fun run, you know, raising funds on those runs he were doing, even on his holiday and stuff. It's it's just given like a it's given like a renaissance, isn't it? He's like a new man. He's like he's yeah. absolutely up and down that pitch, like you know, like like a, a trooper. He's, I, I can't argue with Palm, to be honest, mate. Yeah. LP2 for John. What about you, Simon? I think it's got to be Liam Palmer, hasn't it? Liam oh, Palmer really? is, is Liam Palmer. Um, I've been impressed with Smith since he came in, but he's not done the full full month yet, has he? So it's got to be Liam. It's got to be Liam. All right, Blair, what about you? I was going to say Michael Smith. 
So, yeah, it's three three leagues, three league starts. You know, what is it two goals, two assists? Fair comment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What about Stockdale? What I mean, about he did? He did a couple of had a couple of howlers on the first game of the season, Disney, didn't he? And oh, then, no, no, I don't think he did. I think our defence had a load of howlers that the poor bugger couldn't save from. Yeah, I think, you know, there was that, and I don't think we've forgiven him for it. But I, I think he's had a really steady season, but he's, he's not exactly been under the cosh, has he? Stevie, uh, is it worth me coming to you? It is. You know what? Yeah, I, I've gone different. A couple of things. Just on the Stockdale thing, I think the thing that will stick in people's memory is the uh, there were a couple of misplaced passes against Stipswich, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, and they were, you know, I've got no, we talked about it, we've talked about it previously. I've got no issue with us playing out from the back. Um, if he can find that corridor for a pass that will go between two strikers or a striker and a winger and it gets to our player, I've got no issue with that. But if people are there, oh, he was within four yards of a striker, people suddenly go, oh, why, why are we playing out from the back and why are we doing this and why are we doing that? So I, I think that's probably going to hamper him a little bit. But I, I agree, I, I don't think he's, he's, he's done anything wrong. He's not too... He's not to blame for the goals that we've conceded, as far as I'm concerned. Um, just on Liam Palmer, I think we spoke earlier. Um, I don't think he's found his level. I think having looked at the teams that have gone up, and I'm talking Rotherham, Sunderland and Wigan this year, if we had got up last season, I don't think we're a bottom-end championship side. I think the teams that get out of League One will equip themselves really, really well. And I think Liam Palmer would be front and centre of anything we did. If we'd have got up, I think he'd have been in and around. I think he's been absolutely fantastic. Um, but I've got a restraining order that says that I can't vote for him two months. Your wife's command. I have voted this month. I voted yesterday and I went for Barry Bannon. You see, I, I was going to suggest Bannon or Windus as well, because I think they've just, I, and, I, and I think they've got an element of, because Liam Palmer gets his pelters, and he's put in a decent season. And normally, we, you know, I, I sit here on the show and I have done for a number of years saying he, he's a solid six every game. And now he's a solid seven, seven and a half. Eight. Now, Bannon... I'd say he's an eight and a nine. Yeah, yeah. Now, now Bannon and Windass, because they're, they're so good, I think that there's an element that if they draw, if they put in a seven, we're going to go, oh, they're not very playing very well. Like, you know what I mean? But, I th- but Bannon... And then specifically this game against Wickham, I thought he was absolutely outstanding, like mm. beyond outstanding. Some mm. of the little intricate passing that he was doing, he's not he's not running back into the defence anymore and separating the defence. Uh, you know, Moore seems to have coached that out of him. Or he, or there's an element of trust with Bannon as well, because when we took away players like Kieran Lee from the midfield with him, all of a sudden he, he tried to do a lot more himself. Oh, and uh, do everything, didn't they? Well, where, yeah. do you think, where do you think Bannon's playing these days? Because... I think Windass, we put him Windass. in. A, I, I think we've put him in a more advanced role. But since well, Windass has come Windass in, and gone is like in front of him. ten now. It's like yeah, he's not. He's not deep. But he's like a free role now, isn't it? He drops into space. What's good with him and players <laughs> beforehand is they seem to find that space. Steve put on the WhatsApp group last week about the 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 Burton game, which Lee said about that. The better was the man of the match was Bannon, who came on for the last ten minutes, and, and, <laughs> and he was. He was just that complete. We, our players were here, and he was like up here. Absolute class, and since he had that little bit of a poor start, like I said at the start of the season, which I think he was carrying over an injury from last season, hence why the lack of performance during the Sunderland games. Come back from his sorry, last season, last yeah, last season, last season. season. I think he picked up an injury at Wimbledon last season, personally, and and I don't. He he carried that through, and now he's coming to his best, and 
I love that free roll. He drops onto the left, yeah. you know, he drops into space. He, Carlos played him on the left first season. He, we, Carlos was manager and, and sometimes dropping on that left and he came in from the left to score his goal. I don't think we've had a player in League One ever that clearly sticks out as being too good since probably like Mikel Antonio when he was yeah. firing at Wednesday in the last League One season. He just he just clearly looks a cut above what's in this league, doesn't he, Bannon? Um, even at 32, whatever he is, he's just... He's just comfortably the best player. Is he only usually. 32? God almighty. I think so, yeah. yeah. He's got another four years in him, really, if you think about it. I think the, the the thing with it is, obviously, everything that's been spoken about, he's, his seven is other players' nines and tens. Yes. That's so right. where we are, and, that, and that's the reality. But what we talk about and what he gets critiqued on is what he does with the ball. Yeah. And What's more, what, what people don't seem to pick up on is what he does without the ball, his work rate, his effort, his passion for the club. Um, I can't remember the exact phase, but there was a there was a turnover in play on Saturday. And I don't think it's been on any of the highlights or anything like that. But their goalkeepers ended up, we, we've had a corner that's broken down or a set piece that has broken down. And Bannon's run from the edge of our area to yeah. made a recovery run. He's run 60, 70 yards to go and help our, our back line out. He's yep. checked the player down. He's done that two, three occasions. That's what Barry Bannon does. You know, so, you know, when people are there and criticising him, and I know that Simon said earlier on, and this is no disrespect, I'm not saying that there's a chasm in terms of ability. We can't compare, I'll say it now, we can't compare what Barry Bannon does to what George Byers does or to what any other uh, midfielder does to what we've got because he's just on another level. Yeah, it's an absolute pleasure to, pleasure to watch. I, it's I, apples I, I, and oranges, isn't it? I, I love watching him. Um, it's well, it's so annoying when dickheads who don't even support Wednesday comment about him who don't watch the games and don't even go to the games. And he's one of them players. I find it really difficult these days to watch a game of football on TV and realise who's had a good game, who's had a bad game, compared to when you're actually at, in the stadium. And when when you actually watch Bannon live, he's just another level every every week. I think he's brilliant. Yeah, he really is. I think we'll we'll probably look back, won't we, when he's when he's finished and appreciate him even more, won't we? Because it'll be it'll be hard to get a player that's been oh, yeah. such a good servant and such good quality that sticks with a team through all the ups and downs like Bannon has as well. So. We, well, I we think put a, I put a Instagram, Facebook, didn't I? Last year, it got a huge amount of comments on it. Was John Sheridan or Barry Bannon? Remember that. We know you were shit out in every <laughs> and, and, and 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 like John Sheridan that time, that era, he was part of a fantastic team. Uh, and and Bannon <laughs> is one fantastic player. I said Bannon. In, I, I had to in, mute man for Twitter for a bit. It, it, Ban- Bannon <laughs> Bannon um isn't part of that successful team that, that Sheridan was with. Um, I just don't, you know, you were saying about us clearing off in the league this season. I, I've got a feeling that we, we are going to. I think we are I, going I, to. I'd be interested to see what it'd be like I in know the Steve new year. Agree, but you never By January, you. February, I want to see where we are because <laughs> we are renowned for shit in the bed October, <laughs> November time. And then, uh, the you know. fixtures this month look very nice. Well, Did you know, we, we, said that, that we said that the fixtures in September look like shit and we've, you know, we're coming yeah. out of them really well. And, and and I think it's testament to the way we're setting up. I think it's testament. There's a definite attitude shift. And I think that there is a definite change. Go on, Steve. Just on that, I, I did a little bit of homework. Oh, uh, here we go. Bath thoughts with Steve. It's <laughs> Steve's deep bath. Stay with us. First of the season. Um, 
we look all right in our, in our run, but unfortunately, I don't think there's that much that's going to set us apart in terms of what the other teams have got, because I think they've all got steady runs that are, are fairly equal. Um, so we've got Port Vale, Plymouth, Cheltenham and Cambridge over the next four games. Plymouth have got Wickham Saturday. Uh, then we're there. Then they've got Accrington and MK Dons. Ipswich have got Portsmouth, Cambridge, Morecambe and Lincoln. Portsmouth have got Ipswich, Fleetwood and Charlton. Barnsley, and I put Barnsley in there and Bolton in there. Fleetwood, Exeter, Doncaster, Bolton, Barnsley have got. And then Bolton have got Lincoln, Charlton, Forest Green and Barnsley. You know, there's it's all right looking at our results, uh, sorry, our fixtures, but the other teams that are in and around it in that top six are, are, are very similar to what we're looking at. I think it's not the big games. I'll, I'll, I'll say it now. Twitter will go into meltdown next Tuesday if we lose 3-0 at Plymouth. You know, but again, again. Exactly. Such a, such a crap fixture, that, isn't it? Yeah, but Plymouth it was, did, on, did, it, was, it was on the Saturday, weren't it, and all, and it got rearranged on Tuesday night. Beat Ipswich when I was away. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah. But yes. I think the, just the thing, just the, the little bit on that is where we will stand or fall in terms of whether or not we start to pull away won't be as as daft as it sounds. I don't think it'll be against your Plymouths and your Ipswiches and your Portsmouth. I think it's going to be whether or not we can go to Port Vale on Saturday and get a you're win. Right. You're yeah. right. It's we dropping points against that. Lincoln, isn't it? And Which we didn't do like last season, did we? In Wimbledon, she challenged them, she Shrewsbury. Oxford, yeah. In, yeah. in, in, in Lincoln. The, yeah. In the grand scheme of things, the balance of play, when everything's par, we won't look at the results that the top six have done against each other. And that's a bit of a it's a it's a bit of a climb down based on everything that I said last year, because last year. I thought we were outstanding. We were the team in the top six, weren't we? We beat yeah, yeah, beating the other top six teams, you know, but then we, getting nil nils at Chillingham. Whereas this year, I think if if everything's equal, those teams take points off each other. If we can go and pump your Forest Greens and your your Cheltenhams and your your your, your Morecams, that's what will stand, set us apart. So it's those games we really need to be focusing on. I think, and I don't think we, we're not going to talk about it, are we, before next week? But I don't think there's a great deal of pressure. We've got to make sure there isn't a great deal of pressure when we go down to Plymouth. Because we'll get what we get. If if we get nine points off the other teams this, uh, next month or in the next four games, I think we'll be all right. It's about maintaining that two points a game, isn't it? That gets you the top two. That gets you up. I think yeah. we're currently on pace for that, aren't we? So the, draw, the draws killed us last season, didn't they? The ultimate yeah. look at it, it was that spite of draws, the Wimbledons, the Cheltenhams, the Gillinghams. The thrown away leads. Yes, and the thrown away leads. But it was the draws. You look at that top six. I think we got the most draws out of all six. Turn those into wins, we would have gone up. Simple. Oh, yeah. That just upsets me. Go on then, Blair. So give me a prediction for Port Vale this weekend. Um, it's got to be 3 0 to the Wednesday. 3 0 to Blair. Oh, by the way, that was uh, I, I was gonna go Barry Bannon myself. So that's two for LP, two and two for Bannon. So uh, you know, we're edging our bets with the two of the best players on player of the month. So uh, that's a that's a three nil Wendy uh, for Blair. What about you, John? I fancy a two nil Wednesday win. Two nil from John. Stevie. I think it's going to be scrappy and I think he's going to make changes and I think he's going to start Wilkes. I've just got it in my bones. I think he's going to start Wilkes and that's going to... What have you got against this bloke, mate? <laughs> We're going to put a dome over Stevie. <laughs> he hates Wilkes. A dome over Waverley. <laughs> Listen, whatever the lineup is will be the lineup. I've just got it in my bones that he's going to tinker a little bit this weekend. And I want him to be careful. I, I see no reason to change what we had last week, but I've just got it in my bones that it's going to be a little bit scrappy. 1-0, 2-1. I'll go 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. 
two one. I, t- I tell you what it reminds me of. You know when you're on, like I said, I've just got back from Vegas. So you know when you 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 win one, right? And you go, oh my luck's in. I can just start going on any machine because I'm now lucky right now. You know what I mean? And then hundred bucks goes in there, twenty bucks goes in there, fifty goes in there, and you go. I am fucking skinned. Well, I'm, I'm, it's only been 20 minutes. What's happened? And and that, that's where Moore is right now. He's like, I can't do any wrong right now. Fuck it. Let's chuck Wilkes in as well. We'll do what we want. <laughs> Sheffield Wednesday, innit? I'm going to do it. Listen, if we're playing 5 4 1 2, we can put a woman in. We need to get written down. Uh, Simon. 2 0 Wednesday. 2 0 Wednesday. I'm, I might put a 2 0 in as well. So uh, that's going to be. Uh, Wait, brace yourself for a nil-nil draw then this weekend, yeah. kids. Uh, <laughs> that should be funny. Does anybody have any other business? No, no, no I don't I think, think so. I think it's just a football, isn't it? And uh, yeah. let's let's stop bullying Stevie on Twitter because it's upsetting him now. Now Sounds get out. Don't get out. <laughs> now he's there and everything. There's going to be uh, there's going to be a load of people that listen. Thank you a lot for joining. No, start again, Fudge. Thank you a lot. Thanks a lot for joining us this evening and thanks a lot for bearing with me today. And I know there's going to be a lot of people out there going, Fodge, you're a lot better presenter when you can't speak and you're not as fucking loud. It's actually really pleasant to listen to in my car. But, you know, I'll be back all loud, all guns blazing next week. <laughs> thanks a lot to Simon, Stevie, John and Blair. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by Michael Constantine Wealth Management. We bet you can't find a financial advisor closer to Hillsborough Stadium. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.